We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. All right. So core corruption. In order to strengthen our core, we must allow God to what? Cleanse it from the corruption of the world. The world represents the will of man that wars against the will of God. So when you hear the world, this is what it's talking about. Our will, what we want to do, what we have done. Right? First John 2 and 15. Love not the world. It's not talking about earth and don't love the plants and the flower and all that. I mean, it's not talking about that. He's talking about the world, meaning our will that wars against the will of God. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is what? Not in him. So we know we don't love the things of the world. Now, some things the world have are nice. Cars and houses and different things that make up the world. But we don't covet those things or we don't love those things. We love God. Amen. And we love what God wants for us. Amen. So God may not want a Ferrari for you. Yeah. And if you're questioning that and you don't know whether or not God wants that for you, ask your wallet. Wallet will tell you the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Amen. Call the finance company. All that man on the phone will speak into your life. He will prophesy. Once you give him your, 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 your uh, ID, you give him your driver's license and social security, he's going to speak. He, he's going to tell the future. Yeah, it's going to be just like you hearing from heaven. I'm sorry, brother, but Ferrari is not in your future. Fiat. If you want to stay with the F's. Amen. But your money. Amen. And why would you want it if you can't afford it? Why do people go to dealerships and take pictures in front of cars that they wish they had? And then put it on Instagram. It doesn't foolishness. Why? Amen. Take a picture with the car you have. Amen. Ask somebody at this church. I'd say, man, uh, Pastor, can I take a picture of your car? I say, yeah, if you pay for it. Are you going to take pictures of the car that I'm paying for? It don't make any sense. No, you can't. Amen. No. So. We're not supposed to love those things. We're not supposed to fall in love with the world, but we're supposed to love God. If we fall in love with the world, we can't love God because we're going to always want the world. You're going to want what you're in love with. Amen. Some of y'all fell in love with a jive sucker and you can't stop wanting him. (laughs) I'm so ghetto. But you did. You fell in love with him and he's a turkey. Thanksgiving. And you, you, you can't leave him alone. You can't live saved because of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some folks not in church right now because they're with him. They'll be here next week. Yeah. That's the work. That's who they're in love with. Who you're in love with, that's where you're going to spend your time with what you, what you love. Some folks, you preach the gospel to them, they start sneezing. They're allergic to the gospel. <laughs> allergic to truth. Because they love foolishness. Going against the will of God is what? Sin. Sin. 
This is the sin unto death, going against the will of God. If you go against the will of God with your life, God doesn't get credit for your life. You just gave credit away. So you can't go against his will for your life. You can't make up what you want to do and what you dreamed, always dreamed you were going to be. So going against the will of God is sin. Sin contaminates our core and causes us to walk in darkness instead of what? That's what sin does. First John 1 and 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, what are we doing? We lie. And we're not doing what is right. Darkness in our core makes our way what? Sin makes your way harder. Folk always say, it's hard to live right. No, it's not. It's harder to live in sin. That's a hard life, bro. The life of a crackhead is hard. He only feel good for 40 seconds at a time. Once he findeth the crack. Or the money to get it. But the process of getting the money to get the crack. That's hard. That's a hard life. Amen. It's hard, it's hard to be an adulterer. And a fornicate. Sleeping around is hard. Doctors' visits and prescriptions and oh, I, can I just be real in here? Can I be real? That's hard. It's your husband and your wife, you know what you got. It's easy. Oh, I'm preaching in here, boy. I knew it was going. I knew I was going to get this reaction. Folk don't want to go there. You don't want to go there. That's a hard life to live, Jack. Is she pregnant? What well, she got pregnant? What? That's hard. The Bible says the way of a transgressor is what? Hard. Like my daddy used to say, ducking and dodging, peeping and hiding, slipping and sliding. That's hard. Darkness, yeah, makes our way harder. Sin makes it hard and blocks the path that Jesus Christ has made for us to follow. That's why it's hard. Man, it's easy to follow somebody that is showing you where to go. Oh. Amen. You got a tour guide, the Bible. You have the Holy Ghost to show you what to do. You come into church and getting messages to tell you what to do, and you're going to ignore all of that and go your own way. It's going to be hard. John 8 and 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me doesn't have to find their own way. I'll show them the way. They don't have to walk in darkness, but they shall have a light to light up the life, their life, to show them how to find their own life. The light of Christ. He said he's the light. Sin can master us if we allow it to. Amen? You allow sin in, it'll master you. Don't blame it on a demon. You allowed it in, and it's mastering you. And you can stop whenever you want to. If a demon had the power to make us sin, we'd all be lost right now. 
if the devil had, Jesus illustrated the devil's power. He showed you the devil's power when they went up on the mountain. That's what that was all about. Devil took him on the mountain after his fast, and you saw the devil talking to Christ. Couldn't make him do anything. Trying to trick him, asking him, well, why don't you just turn these stones into bread since you're the Christ? Trying to deal with his, trying to make him arrogant or make him feel like he was special. And Jesus was like, I don't want to do that. No. Well, how about you just jump off a mountain? Nah, I don't want to do that. No. And they ask him one more thing. No, I'm not doing it. They was like, all right, dog. And left. Because Jesus did what James told us to do. Submit to God. Resist the devil. And he'll what? You got to submit to God first. I got a demon. Yeah, it's a demon. It's a demon, man. All I think about is doing bad. All I think about is doing bad. Well, let's change your thoughts. Let's take the thoughts captive. When was the last time you read the word? Have you read the Bible? They want a quick fix, man. Ain't finna occupy my whole day dealing with you growling and snotting. I don't have that kind of time. I really don't. And you have you 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 don't even own a Bible. You all you do is play video games, Marvel comics. That's all you read, just comic books. You don't read the word, brother. You better get Captain America to help you. I don't have that kind of time, man. Well, they cast out devils in the Bible. Yeah, but those folks didn't know the word. They didn't know the word. They couldn't speak the word. You know that you're going to sit in here and then three years later something going to manifest. Get out. You've been in there all this time. But it'll master you if you allow it to. It'll take full control over you. Just as a king has dominion and reigns over his subject, sin can rule over us and become our leader. Yeah, it can. Just like G, uh, God told Cain. He said, Cain, you sitting over there. You, you, about to, you about to mess up. He said, and if you mess up, sin is crouching, waiting to pounce on you. He said, you got to learn to master sin. In other words, if you don't master sin, sin is going to what? Master you. Sin jumped on Cain. Didn't just master him. M- messed up his entire lineage so bad that God had to in the work in the earth and recreate and, and redo it he had to destroy the world with a flood because of that one incident with Cain sin waiting to jump on Cain and take over yeah it's that deep Romans 8 and 12 let not sin therefore what people just sleep on this scripture Reign in your mortal bodies that you should obey it in the lust era. Reign? Reign? Think about that. Reign? Under a king's reign, you are 100% obedient to the king. So if sin reigns in you, you are 100% obedient to it. So the Bible says don't let that happen. So you'll start obeying it. When sin controls our core, it will cause us to strengthen carnal desires. When this occurs, we'll begin to sow to the flesh instead of our spirit man. 
You ever talk to somebody that made something right in their own mind? So you a Dallas Mavericks dancer, really? And you saved? Yeah, but I mean, it's just dancing. I'm just doing routine. But you're showing your butt. You're half naked. And you're dancing and enticing while you're dancing. But I don't mean it that way. I'm not trying to entice anybody. But you is. You're enticing me. I can't even minister to you good. Go put a robe on or something. I'll wait till you get dressed before I preach. I mean, but you can't. What do you expect? You down there jiggling and popping? Jiggly pop? And you safe? This don't have nothing to do with the, 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 the uh, you, you see this, but this don't have nothing to do with the, the secret life of prayer I have. Yeah, that life is real secret. It's so secret, it ain't helping you. You can't be a Dallas Maverick dancer. You can't entice people. That's called lasciviousness. That's sin. But I'm not sinning. I'm dancing. But you're provoking. The Bible says being a stumbling block is sin. Next thing, you're going to have less clothes on. Then you're posing nude. But the body is beautiful. God made it. I mean, Adam and Eve, as soon as they ate off the tree, they went and put on some clothes. They went and changed. You're supposed to have clothes on. Amen. We're not having no church picnic and the men, or the, 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 the skins playing the shirts. We don't do that. There's some women that don't have husbands in here. They don't need to see your ripness. Amen. Some of them so desperate, you can be built like SpongeBob. They don't care. As long as there's no shirt. Yellow and sporic. They don't care. Square pants. <laughs> Cover it up, man. Amen. We're not enticing people like that. You can't make that right. Man, I've sat there and talked to people in the industry. All these folks in this music industry, they crazy. I do. I serve God, man. You don't see, man. I pray and I pray. But you cussing and dancing with naked, stank women in your video. That's sin. You sinning and you causing other people to sin. How do you make that right? But I pray about it. So... Amen. Some of y'all in y'all selfies online. Some of y'all selfies are sin. Amen. You got the selfie stick. You might as well call it the cleavage. The cleavage view. What are you doing? You can't put that on the internet. It's me, though. I mean, I don't mean it like that. Yes, you do. You really do. You do. You want to be a Dallas Mavericks dancer? You're not, you don't want people to just see your moves. You want them, you're proud of your little body. 
You proud of that little eight-year-old girl body you out there dancing with. You think, you proud of, you want people to see it. Did you know that's sin? That's sin for you to want to show your body off. It's sin. Yeah. When this occurs, we will begin to sow to our flesh instead of our spirit. Galatians 6 and 8. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap what? Corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap what? Life everlasting. Amen. When we are born of God, sin has no place to dwell. It's similar to someone turning on a light which expels darkness because it cannot withstand light. Anybody tried to hide sin and just had to stop because you can't hide it because of the light. Look at him. Raise your hand up. And what, what, we ain't always talking about killing somebody and smoking crack. I mean, it could just be your attitude. Just, just, just something. You tried to hold on to it and keep it. But the light of Christ made you deal with it. The light of Christ made you deal. Some of you, the light of Christ got so, it got so bright, you had to pack up your stuff and move from the time you was in. Move down here and join ABC. I don't need the light to come on once. I need it on every Sunday at 1030. It's that deep. Because of what was done to you, because of what you went through, because of the traumatic experience, you got to monitor it with the light. I need the light all the time. I need accountability. I need somebody that's going to check me. I need the message to throw rocks at my head. Don't you let me miss a couple of Sundays. I might revert. I got to stay around the light. Yeah, but when you're born of God, it's like turning on the light. You can't turn it off. You just got to get away from the light. Don't want to fellowship with none of the brothers. Don't ever want to be around none of the brothers. Don't want to be around none of the sisters because the light is on. Can't turn the light off, so you just got to get away from it. Brother, you done missed like five Sundays in a row. Hell, I'm dealing with some stuff. Stay gone. You don't want to be around the light. Because you know the light's not going out. It's going to make you change. Amen? First John 3 and 9. Whosoever is born, oh, I read that. Didn't. No, whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. This is sineth, okay? So you don't practice it. You can't practice it. You try to practice it and find out you can't practice it. Too much light. The light makes you say, you know what? I need to just give this up. God, forgive me. I can't do this. I can't. Light's too bright. For his seed remaineth in him. He cannot sin because he is born of God. You can't live that way. The enemy desires for us to embrace sin so that we can become advocates of sin. Here it is. When you embrace sin, in other words, when you turn wrong into right, you become an advocate of it. That means that you are siding with what is wrong. You're going to take the word and try to find scripture that don't really pertain but you're going to try to proof text what you want to do to try to make it sound right. When sin corrupts our core, we can no longer perceive the severity. We can't perceive its severity nor judge it righteously. So once sin has got you, you don't know how serious sin is anymore. 
What you want to do is more important than the severity of sin. Oh, I just preached in here. Yeah. What you want to do, the record contract, the fame, the whatever you want to do, being a dancer, is more important than the severity of the sin and the judgment that's going to come at the end of your life. Y'all know hell is still here. It's somewhere. John 7 and 29. Judge not according to the appearance. Okay. You got to understand what this is saying. Judge not by the way it looks. Because the way it looks is based on who's looking at it. All of us have a different vantage point. So our eyes see it differently. All of us see it differently. That dancer sees what she's doing differently because she probably wasn't taught right her mama is a scoochie and she 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 just wasn't taught right so she believes dancing isn't that bad you see what i'm saying because she's judging it according to how it looks to her the bible says don't do that because all of our vision is skewed by our experience and how we were raised and all of that so we can't look at it like our dream, our what we want to do, whatever, whatever, whatever. It has to be righteous judgment, meaning rightly in line with what the Bible says. That's how we have to judge it. So what does the Bible say? Bible says shun the very appearance of evil. That means it doesn't have to necessarily be evil. But if it appears evil, you got to shun it. Our core is the residence of moral doctrine. So our moral doctrine is in our core. This is what we judge everything by. This is what we judge right and wrong by. It's our moral doctrine, which was given to us by our parents. Your parents are the ones that implant the moral doctrine in you. They do it by whipping you, spanking you, punishing you. That's how they get that code in you. So when you're away from them, you try to do something and think about the beatdown. And you're governed by that moral doctrine. That's why it's so important for us to keep right, right, and wrong, wrong, so our children won't be confused. When it is mastered, when our core is mastered by sin, our convictions change. Uh Uh-oh. Which makes us insensitive to the word of God. So, what used to convict you, stops convicting you. I've had people ask me that. Well, brother, I'm going to sing R&B, you know, whatever. I said, well, are you convicted by singing it? Well, yeah, you know, when I sing it, I mean, I don't feel, you know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be in those atmospheres and those clubs or, you know, those places where, you know, people, you know, you know that, those dark places. I, I don't really feel like it, but, you know, but man, I think, I think that's what I'm going to do. But why would you go against your own conviction? Well, but because the money, man, the money. Five years later, they seen the club, they're not feeling any conviction. Matter of fact, they'd rather be there than church now. They changed their conviction because they were mastered by sin. Yeah. So Cain was mad at Abel because Abel was getting praise from God and he couldn't get it. But after a while, Cain didn't care about praise from God no more. Matter of fact, he went totally against God. His conviction changed. You see what I'm saying? Once he was mastered by sin, God didn't matter at all anymore. And that's what's happening to people. They just, once they go that way, it's hard to get them back. Because they're mastered by sin. So now their convictions have changed. What used to convict them? Then you try to preach the gospel to a man, they'll take what you're saying and just flip it around. 
when it is mastered, our convictions change, which makes us insensitive. So the scriptures that used to convict you and change you, now those scriptures are just cliches in a book because your convictions change. Romans 6, no, Romans 8 and 7, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So our carnal mind is against God anyway. So if you begin to do what your carnal mind is telling you or you indulge in your carnal desires, it's going to overpower what God is saying. People that claim Christ but continue to promote things of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye. If you want to know if it's the world, does it contain any one of these three? This is how you tell. Let's take the dancer again. I'm just all over her. But let's just take the dancer. Does what, the, what she want to do, does it contain lust of the flesh? Yeah. Does it contain lust of the eye? Yeah. Does it contain pride of life? Yeah. Then you can't do it. Man, that's the formula. Y'all remember that? That's the formula. Just if somebody come to you, man, you know, I, 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 mean, I just need to know, man, what I do. And, and the dumb thing is people will come to you for advice on it. But then when you give them advice, they go find somebody else with some advice that's going to line up with what they want to do. Why did you even ask me? You're going to take my advice and then fast and pray about my advice? Let me go seek God. Why did you do that first? Why did you come to me? I told you what you need to do, and then you got to go seek God about what I said. You should have sought God before you came to me. Then you wouldn't have wasted my time, turkey. Don't do that. And I'm getting like that now. I'm like, man, did you, did you talk? Did you fast and pray and talk to God about it first? Well, no. Well, go do that first before you come to me. Because if I tell you something, then you got to take that somewhere and analyze it. Brother, you just done wasted both of our time. Because if you don't listen to me and heed to what I'm saying, you obviously already know what you want to do. Man, I'm preaching in this place today. 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 2. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, meaning the Spirit is saying with severity, seriously, that in the latter time, some shall what? Leave. Leave the faith. Leave the faith. Giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devil. Doctrines of devils are the doctrines of folks, pleasures and what they want to be, what they want to do. Speaking lies in what? What's a lie in hypocrisy? That means you say you love the Lord, but you don't obey him. You say you're a gospel preacher, but you're doing what you want to do. Having their conscience what? Seared. Seared with a hot iron. You know what that means? That means that you can't get through to them. They can't hear you. They've gone too far. They're too far over into what they want to do. They can't hear truth. They can't stop. Summary. As believers, we must realize that we are not allowed to father, follow our own pleasure. How many of you know that? As a believer, you can't do what you want to do. That's the whole point. If we could do what we want to do, that would mean that we know what we need to do. So we have no need for the word. To guide us. What we need a guide for if we're already being guided? What you need a master for if you're already being mastered? 
Bible says you can't serve two masters. You only need one. When we, mu- we must continue to strengthen our core by submitting our desires and our will to God. When we go our own way, we allow a place for sin to reign in us. Once sin masters us, it will distort our reality and cause us to perceive sin as less egregious. This is why many modern day Christians fail to differentiate between the sacred and the profane. They, they can't differentiate between what is sacred and what is profane. That's why when Prince died, they was having print services. Some churches put him on the screens as they sung. Sung print songs in church. Because they can't differentiate between the sacred and the profane. Because they have sought their own, after their own ambitions and what they wanted to do and embraced the world, they are ruled by sin and not by God. This weakens the core and makes it impossible to serve God because we cannot serve two masters. So if you're going to go dance with the Mavericks, you can't serve God. You're going to show your body, you can't serve God. You're going to go to the strip club, you can't serve God in there. And if you want to go, you're not serving God. We must keep our core strengthened with the word of God and follow God's plan for our lives. His guidance protects us from being led astray by our own desires and giving sin mastery over our lives. Sin must not reign in our bodies. Sin must not reign in our bodies. Sin must not what? Reign in our body. Well, it ain't raining in my body. It just, it's in there. It ain't, it ain't controlling everything. Just some things. No, nah, if it's in there and you protecting it like that, it's raining. Sin must not reign in our bodies. We must allow God to cleanse our core. How often? How often? How many of you in here done arrived and you don't need cleansing but once every now and then? No, we, it's got to cleanse us daily. Every day you got to try to get better. Every day. Look at somebody say every day. We must allow God to cleanse. And then we have to allow God to do it. Because we are so messed up, we'll try to stop him. We'll try to protect it. So we got to let God have rule and let him reign. And it's not always easy. Especially when you grew up with issues. Somebody make you mad or do something. Man, the devil just rise up. You grow horns. Where did this pitchfork come from? And why can't I let it go? So every day he has to cleanse our core so that it can be fortified with his will so we can follow after what? His plan and what? Y'all, I I don't even know how to express to you. Our plan, we just have to let it go. What we want to do, God doesn't care. That dream that you want to fulfill, God didn't give it to you. Not if it's lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. You can't make it right if it contains one of those. It's going to be the world. And the world is sin. Romans 8 and 5. For they that are after the flesh, do what the flesh tells them. 
but they that are after the spirit do what the spirit tells them. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and what? See, I keep trying to tell you, the sinful life is hard, but the life of peace is to be spiritually minded. That's peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So then they that are in the flesh, what? Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and prior life. Any of those three, you cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. He ain't talking about everybody. The spirit of God dwells in you, then you're not in the flesh. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is what? None of his. See how he flipped that? So he said, you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. So that means you're not one of those that I'm talking about that's minding the things of the flesh, trying to do what they want to do, pride of life, uh, 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 lust of the flesh, and lust of the eye. You're not trying to do any of those things. You're in the spirit. He said, that's because the spirit of God is in you. <clears throat> but if you're trying to do any of those things, lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and pride of life, then the spirit of Christ is not in you. That means he, it, you're none of is. That's why you have such a hard time arguing with them. But this is what I want to do, man. You don't understand this. But, bro, you can't do that and be in Christ. Just like can, man. I'm trying to take over. Stop arguing. The Spirit of God is not in them. They're none of His. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.